0: hi and welcome to the essential tennis podcast your place for free expert tennis instruction that can truly help you improve your game hi and welcome to episode number 223 of the show today we're going to be talking all about dealing with distractions something that all of us have to deal with at some point or another it really doesn't matter what your level of play is At some point, we're going to have to deal with distractions. So in today's episode, I'm going to be giving you a three-step action plan to deal with them and regain your focus during matches. So let's go ahead and get right into that. Sit back, relax, and get ready for some great tennis instruction. All right, let's go ahead and get started on today's topic. And I'd like to begin today's topic by quickly introducing the question asker. I was contacted via email by Nick Pisa. Now, Nick and his twin brother, Tristan, used to be, well, I guess they still are, really big shot skateboarders. Uh, They don't skateboard anymore. and That's kind of why I want to start off by telling you this quick story about them, because I really commend their... I guess their ability to be true to themselves and follow kind of their their passion in life. Uh, These two started skateboarding when they were six. They're twin brothers. And they got really, really good really, really quickly. They got all kind of sponsors. It looked like they were going to be big shot, you know, pro skateboarders. They had millions of views on YouTube for their skateboard videos, 20,000 subscribers plus. And then they put out a video kind of all of a sudden that said, hey, everybody, You know, we're really sorry, thank you so much for your support, but we're going to start playing tennis now. (laughs) And if you know anything about YouTube in general, I mean, the, the the viewers on YouTube can be really, really harsh in the comments. And these two have taken a lot of flack for that decision to start pursuing tennis instead. But now that's kind of their passion, both of them, Nick and uh, Tristan. And I, I, uh, I recommend you go check out their stuff on YouTube. That They have a, uh, a channel just for their tennis now as well. But check out their skateboarding videos. Uh, check out their, their tennis videos. You spell their last name P-U-E-H-S-E. P-U-E-H-S-E. It's pronounced uh, Pisa. But if you type in uh, Pisa Twins into YouTube, you'll come up with with their stuff. So anyway, I got an email from Nick. He wrote and said uh, my brother Tristan's I, he, he has a question for each of them. My brother Tristan's problem is he is somewhat of a perfectionist and doesn't get ma- and doesn't get mad at the opponent, but mostly mad at himself for his errors. So he, he kind of wanted some advice about that. And then for himself, he said my toughest problem is keeping my cool and not getting caught on outside distractions such as rude kids, parents, etc. We would appreciate your help. It would be really awesome if you could do a podcast. Okay, so Nick, for your brother Tristan, just recently I did a show on dealing with anger. That was episode number 219. Uh, and That episode was completely on that topic, so definitely check that out. Today's episode, I'm going to stick with your topic, your question, which is all about distraction. So let's go ahead and get into that and i've I've got kind of one point I want to make initially, and then we're gonna go through a really simple three step process that I think is is best for dealing with distractions now the first thing that i I really need to make sure that I communicate and get across to you and and everybody else is that it's okay that you got distracted during a match. It's okay that something caught your attention other than the task at hand, which is you know, during a match, clearly the, the task at hand is to try to beat your opponents. It's totally natural to have other things catch your attention. You're, you're human and it's going to happen. You know, the, the zone, everybody talks about the zone, is only going to happen every once in a while. And I mean, maybe a couple of times per year, you go through an, an entire match and you kind of look back and you say to yourself, Wow, what, what just happened? I, I know I played awesome. You know, I felt really good today. But I really wasn't even conscious of what was going on. You know, that's something that's very few people really achieve on a regular basis. And the rest of the time <laughs> that we're not in the zone, we're very susceptible to be distracted by just what's going on around us. So it's important to, for me to get that across to you. And I don't want you to beat yourself up over it. And a lot of times that tends to kind of perpetuate a low mental state. Maybe you're you're playing pretty well and then all of a sudden you start kind of paying attention to the kid's parents that you're playing and they're really, you know, kind of cheering loudly, you know, after points, maybe they're cheering after you make a mistake and it's kind of annoying you a little bit and then you realize, ah, man, I'm getting distracted. I'm focusing on them. You kind of beat yourself up over it. You get down on yourself. You continue to be, you continue then to be annoyed by this kid's parents, you know, and it's kind of a downward spiral. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about and I'm sure most of you listening know what I'm talking about as well. So the the first main thing here is realize that it's totally fine to get distracted. You're not going to be able to avoid it. Uh, you know, you can start to get better at dealing with it, but you're never going to not get distracted. It's going to keep happening because <laughs> we're just human, okay? So it's it's totally cool. Now, that being said, once you do get distracted, there there's definitely a kind of a best way to deal with it. So here's a quick, easy three-step process to deal with it. The number one step is just realize that you are getting distracted. That sounds obvious, but a lot of people are super distracted during matches and they don't even really know it or realize it or realize how bad it it actually is. Their attention is all over the place. And Tristan and, and Nick, the two of you, and anybody else uh, listening that watches junior tennis or plays junior tennis, you know, did I say watching? I meant listening, <laughs> listening to the podcast. Um, you know what I'm talking about, especially at, at the, at the kid, you know, level at the junior level, but certainly for adults as well. You know, I'm not trying to make it sound like it's only junior players. This happens to adults as well. There's players at all ages that are just all over the place. And it seems like every little thing is bothering them and they're just, irritable and angry the entire match and it seems like they're focusing on everything but what's important in the match and we're going to talk about that in just a minute or two so step number one is just realizing that you are distracted and you're allowing outside things to take your attention and uh, some people almost kind of look for distractions so that they have an excuse later on for not playing well and so they're just they're me- mentally all over the place that's certainly what we want to avoid. And step number one is realizing that you're allowing it to happen. And it might just be one singular thing that's starting to take your attention. The earlier that you can identify that it's starting to happen, the more effective we can be at pulling our focus back to where it should be. So step one is realizing that you're getting distracted. Step two is to understand and accept that this is really the most important step, in my opinion. Understand and accept that it's outside of your control. This is super important, Nick. You cannot control your opponent. You can't, you can't control his parents. You can't control his coach. You cannot control the spectators watching your match. You can't control the kids on the next court playing their match or the adults in their court playing their match. You can't control the sun. You can't control the wind. You can't control your opponent's line calls. You can't control your opponent's tactics, whether or not he's playing super aggressive or whether or not he's being a pusher, you know, and just, just pushing everything back. You can't control any of those things. So why allow them to control you? Just think about that. You have no control over any of those things. So why allow them to control you? When you take any of those things and you allow them to bother you over and over and over again, point by point by point consistently, his his parents are annoying you. You're allowing that outside influence to control you in your attitude. And how you're approaching the match, and your focus, and whether or not you're actually concentrating on what's important to win the match. And it's important to understand that you have zero control over those things. And for me, once I realize that, and I accept the fact that there's nothing I can, there's really nothing I can do about it. I mean, yeah, I could like throw a fit and and charge, you know, and walk up to his parents and tell them to be be quiet. What are the chances that that's going to help? You know, there's a lot of people out there where if you do that, you're just going to egg them on and it's going to be worse, number one. And number two, you're you you're allowing them and your opponent to know that you're being bothered. And mentally, you're not being very strong or tough right now. You're allowing things to bother you. And really, at the end of the day, it's your choice. It's your choice whether or not you're going to let those things control you and control your attitude or whether or not you're just going to let it go and realize that you can't control it. And so why worry about it? Now, obviously, this is much easier said than done. And it takes practice. But just, you know, allowing yourself to realize that you can't control the situation, for me and for a lot of people, is very freeing. It allows you to say, you know what? Yes, his parents are being annoying. But you know what? I also can't really do anything about it. So why why am I going to worry about it? Why am I going to allow it to continue to bother me when it's nothing that it's something that's completely outside of my control? Now this is something that takes practice. Noticing and realizing that something is distracting you, admitting to yourself that you can't control it and then allowing it to just just slip away and just decide that it's not going to bother you. This takes practice. And as I said, it's much easier said than done, but that's step number two, understand and accept that whatever is distracting you is outside of your control. And step number three is refocus on what you can control. Remind yourself, you know, once you've realized that you're being distracted, you understand and you accept that it's outside of your control, then consciously, consciously refocus yourself on what you can control. Is three quick things that you can control? Your shot choices, and that basically means your strategy, where you're aiming your your shots, whether it's to their forehand, to their backhand, whether it's short because they're they're slow, or you're giving them wobs because their overhead is terrible, or you know whatever it is, you control where you aim the ball. You should be focusing on that. Not not so much, not so much consciously every single shot, but yes, you should have a target shot by shot. And that's something you should be focusing on And between points, kind of gathering intel and saying, okay, what worked and what didn't work during that point so that you can make a wise decision for the next point about what to do. Um, Whether or not you notice your opponent's strengths and weaknesses, something that you can control. And this is part of strategy, being aware of what's happening And that, you know, part of that is is being able to continue to take inventory on what's working and what's not, but noticing your opponent's strengths. What are they really good at? (laughs) Whoops! I think that's the first cameo uh, by my cell phone ever. (laughs) Sorry about that. Maybe you didn't even hear that, but my phone just went off. Sorry about that. Uh, That's a distraction, and I'm going to decide to not let it bother me. (laughs) Um, Where was I? Strengths and weaknesses. You know, noticing what your opponent is good at and what they're not good at. That's something that you can control and you should be consciously doing. And then lastly, your overall attitude and outlook. And you can't always completely control your emotions. But you can control the overall approach that you take to each individual match. And that means whether or not you're going to let things bother you. I mean, honestly, and I've talked about this a lot on the podcast before, you know, when something bad happens to me in a match, for me, one of the most powerful things is just putting it in perspective with the rest of the world, with the rest of humanity. You know, honestly, if this is the worst thing that happens to me today, that my opponent hooked me on a line call on set point, I mean, yeah, that's frustrating. That's annoying. But really, if that's the worst thing that happens to me today, while I'm out here playing a sport that I love for enjoyment, Am I really having that bad of a day? So things like that. You, you can control your outlook on what's happening during the match. These are all things that you can control. And so, Nick, you should be refocusing your mental energy on those things and not allowing the external things to control your thought process. Okay? So again, those three steps. Realize you're getting distracted. Understand and accept that it's outside of your control. And refocus instead on what you can control. If you do those three things, I can promise you that you'll do a better job handling these situations. These situations are not always easy. Very very often it's very difficult to maintain your composure and your focus. So, you know, this is all kind of falls within the, the ranks of easier said than done, but it's just like any other part of tennis. It takes practice. Don't get frustrated if distractions still bother you sometimes. Quite honestly, no matter how good you get at this, you're only human and you will still get distracted sometimes. That was the, the first thing that I mentioned. So don't, don't let that get you down. It's totally part of it. What you can control is your reaction to it and your ability to refocus and regain control of what you can control. <laughs> so, Nick, I'm really happy that you, I'm not sure if you and your brother listen. Um, but thank you guys so much for being listeners. Really cool to have you guys on board as uh, listeners of the show. Hopefully, episode number 219 and this one are a big help to each of you. And again, I really commend you both for your decision to you know, be true to yourselves and decide that maybe you're kind of burned out in skateboarding and you wanted to pursue something new. I hope you guys love what you're doing now in tennis. If I can he- help either of you further, please don't hesitate to let me know. Take care and good luck. All right, that does it for episode number 223 of the Essential Tennis Podcast. I want to, if you're listening to my voice right now and you've taken the time to listen all the way through this episode, then I want to say thank you for your support. Even though I'm erratic with how often I published these episodes so many of you are still supporting me in the podcast and that that really means so much to me you've helped me become the the number one tennis podcast on itunes which as far as i'm concerned makes it the number one tennis podcast in the world so thank you so much for that um i want to thank the let's see a bunch of new people that have left reviews on itunes since my last episode q dash gc qgc thank you K.C. with a whole bunch of E's at the end. K.C., thank you. S. Griffins, B. Hemrick, and Sweet Lou. Thank you all very much for your reviews and ratings on the iTunes Music Store. If you enjoy this podcast, if it's helped you in your tennis game, there's two ways that you can help support me. One is leaving me a rating and a review on iTunes, just like those five did since my last episode. Uh, The Essential Tennis Podcast is by far the the most rated, the most reviewed and highest rated uh, podcast for tennis on iTunes. So thank you all so much for for helping me by doing that. It really means a lot to me. So you can leave me a rating and a review there, or you can donate to the show by going to essentialtennis.com slash donate. So with that, I'll sign off. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you as a listener. And I'll be back with another episode again very soon. I plan on finishing out 2013 strong with a bunch of new episodes. So check back again soon. Until then, take care and good luck with your tennis.